0: Hi everybody, welcome to today's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. When I was preparing for today's show, I felt such um, a passion from Jesus to take you somewhere new today into a deeper experience with him of the new creation life, a really experiencing Jesus within yourself so if you can just for these next sort of 25 minutes or so whatever you're doing I know lots of you listen in the midst of your busy lives or or watch but if you can just take a few moments just for you and really listen because I'm going to share some of what Jesus has been showing me and sharing with me and then take us there take us into the experience of what he wants me to share about with you. So if that's okay for you to do, I just really encourage you to do it. Because I know that, as always, when Jesus speaks, you know, our lives change. And he has given me some revelation, which I know is just going to take you to a completely different different place in him. So I'm going to start with 1 John 1. Um, which is where I've been living. I've been living in two places. I've been living in 1 John, chapter one, and I've been living in um, a book that I've been reading all about the desert fathers and mothers, which I'm going to do a quote from, I'll read a quote from in in a few minutes. But they're my two places at the moment that I'm just soaking in. So just listen to this. So if you, as I'm reading, just be mindful of the truth that John here is share. this letter was written in about 85 AD. So quite some time in to their now experiencing the beginning of the of church life as, a, as, the, as the early church. So this was the way they were walking. And this is their normal Christian experience. So I just want to provoke us. And actually, I know Holy Spirit is going to empower you and shift you more fully into this kind of experience as I read this, because I've been blown away by this truth. And it's also it's really John, the Apostle John, preaching the gospel to us. He's basically just sharing in a synopsis in this chapter, the normal Christian experience. So just listen to these words, listen, open your heart, I encourage you, open your heart, listen to Jesus speaking, listen listen for his still small voice communicating to your heart directly through his word. Listen to this. We saw him, Jesus, obviously, we saw him with our very own eyes. (laughs) That's the presence of Jesus already. We gazed upon him and heard him speak. Our hands actually touched him, the one who was from the beginning, the living expression of God. This life giver was made visible and we have seen him. We testify to this truth the eternal life-giver lived face to face with the Father and has now dawned upon us. So we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard about this life-giver. I get this, so that you may share and enjoy, excuse me, let me say that again, so that we, and you yes but so that we so john is being inclusive there to those that are listening to him which includes us so that so that we may share and enjoy this life together for truly our fellowship it was is with the father with his son jesus the anointed one to so look at that verse right John's saying so that he's sharing the reality of their experience so that we may share and enjoy this life together, which is constant fellowship with Father and with Jesus Christ. So he. What is he inviting us into? He's inviting us into this experience. This is new creation life where we live experiencing in the physical, tangible fellowship. Just as he said, we saw him with our very own eyes. We gazed upon him and heard him speak. Our hands actually touched him. The one that was from the beginning, the living expression, Jesus Christ, right? Who is God. Holy Spirit. Wow. And so he's beckoning us into the experience of the true, pure, undiluted, supernatural gospel of power, of the new creation life continually. That's what we're supposed to be living in, right? As we all know and we're all desperate for. And Jesus' awakening is into the experience of more and more now. So... I just wanted to start there because it's this scripture is so strong in my spirit, and I feel the Lord's invitation. He's like, Come in and know me the way that early church did. So, when I was first physically with Jesus, the Many of you will have heard me share the testimony of what happened to me. I'm not going to go through all of it now, but there's one piece that I really feel to share with you all. And that is when Jesus physically visited me and first stood in front of me and I didn't know anything at all. I'd not come through, i not been brought up in the church. And I, he stood physically in front of me and his light, the light, the love of who he is was just radiant on his skin. Pouring out of his eyes, he is love. God is love, and it was hitting me in waves. And in his his the love, the light that was pouring through me was healing me, in transforming me, reintegrating me. It was completely transforming me, making me whole. As he stood there, and his love was pouring into me, the first thing he said to me was, "Come with me." And he reached out his hands and he said, "'Always come and rest with me a while.'" And of course, because he spoke those words to me, those words have stayed in me, they've burned into me. And it's the, the understanding of what Jesus was saying to me has continued to unfold down the years since he first spoke to me. And I didn't understand them fully, not the way that I do now. Anyway, when I've been looking at the desert fathers and the desert mothers, one of the scriptures in the book that I've been reading has is um, from Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 5, I think it is, where the scripture says, pray without ceasing. You'll know the scripture, pray without ceasing, pray always. And I didn't know that in the original language, that scripture literally means rest with me, come and rest, come apart and rest. So when Jesus first said to me, always come and rest with me a while, what he was saying to me was, pray without ceasing, be with me always, abide with me, live the life of abiding, come and rest with me. So I had retrospectively, I look back through my life and I've I realize that this is the way Jesus has taught me to live. My prayer life, so to speak, isn't an intellectual one. I mean, I have my moments where I'll, you know, go help. I mean, that's a very powerful prayer, you know, like because I mean, if I'm in a really difficult situation, I will talk with the Lord, you know. But really, my life of prayer is heart to it's, heart. It's my interior world searching, the eyes of my heart, so to speak, searching out the presence of God within me. So I'm always resetting myself, resensitizing into the reality of Christ inside of me. And so that's how I live. And then when I sense the reconnection with his presence, I'm sensitized again. I I move out from looking outside into my external world circumstances. I go within, I go quiet, I turn inside of myself. When I do that, and the eyes of my heart move towards him and the gaze lock, my, my, the gaze of my heart locks onto Jesus inside of me, that's where I commune. And I found that that is um, the place of power and effective living, victorious living, It's where I start to feel and experience his presence, meeting my every need, you know, his love pouring through me, his peace pouring through me I access the treasure of Christ inside of me through that simple heart gaze that recognition again of Christ within me and so I, I I learn and I'm learning all the time to do what Jesus said to always come and rest with me a while so I believe the most powerful seat of governmental authority that the way we were created to live the place where all power flows from is this internal rest, this communing with Jesus, abiding with him in the secret place of our heart. So how do we do that? So I'm going to read two very powerful, one a quote and one a scripture that the Lord has um, drawn my attention to. And The the scripture is one that I live in, the quote is one that I know is going to empower you because it's really, for me, it's one of the most Articulate synopses of what of of how to live this deeper life of prayer, how to abide, how to rest with Jesus all the time, live in that that uh, oneness. So I'm just going to find the scripture. Thank you, Jesus, for you. Looking over in my Bible. Okay. So simple, so profound. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says, but the moment, get this, the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, with an open heart, holy, that's the key. You turn your attention internally to the Lord, opening your heart the veil is lifted and you see." Isn't that amazing? The moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see. So that's one of my life verses. I, I know that to be the truth. Now listen to this, this is fantastic. This is from, it's a quote from a Russian mystic who lived many years ago called Theophan the Recluse. And I have discovered him by reading about the Desert Mother and Fathers. And it's actually a book by Henry Newman that I've been reading. It's fantastic. Just listen to this. This is his definition of abiding prayer. What prayer actually is. To pray is to descend with the mind into the heart and there to stand before the face of the Lord, ever present, all seeing within you. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? To pray is to descend with the mind into the heart and there to stand before the face of the Lord ever-present, all-seeing within you. And then Henry Nguyen just goes on to say, prayer is standing in the presence of God with the mind in the heart. That is, at the point of our being where there are no divisions or distinctions and where we are totally one. There God's spirit dwells and there the great encounter takes place. Their heart speaks to heart because there we stand before the face of the Lord, all seeing within us. There God's spirit dwells and there the great encounter takes place. <laughs> so, God, I feel the Lord so strongly. <laughs> so I have found that this is the truth, I've learned it retrospectively. The Lord has brought language to my experience that's been happening to me since Jesus first visited me 20-odd years ago now and said those amazing words to me, come with me and al- always come and rest with me a while. So it's that's the key as we turn the attention of our heart, recognizing that Jesus is inside of us now, right? Christ in us the hope of glory this is this is what changes our life we move from living running along in life you know doing the best we can in our in our in the power of our emotions gritting our teeth getting through our days this to living the spirit-led life living the life where Jesus satisfies all of our needs and so when we when we do this, when we turn the affection and the attention of our heart onto the indwelling Christ, when we recognise that is it is Jesus inside of us now, by His Spirit, who is fully available to us, and we step in, we descend. Right? This is the this is the descended life. We we learn we resensitize to our ascended position, being with Christ alongside Father in heavenly places. As we descend into our heart, it's like oh we we go in to the realm of God through our heart, through our spirit, where he dwells. And this is the way that you do it. You descend with your mind into your heart, Holy Spirit. (laughs) You look at him with an open heart, like it says in Thessalonians, with an open heart and the veil of obscurity, so to speak, the veil is removed and we see. He's made himself available, he's made himself the dwelling within us right god inside of his body in the earth again and he wants to completely set us free to expose this all the time and to live in the victory of it so what i have discovered is that in this place we find rest true rest which is the person living the person living inside the center the experience of the person of Christ because He is the Prince of Peace. He is rest inside of God. When we sensitize into tune in to the, the person of God inside of us, and we rest into him, what happens is we begin to experience the silence of God, the deep rest, the deep peace, the deep silence of who he is inside of us and the strength of who he is begins to rise inside of us and become the strength of who we are the beauty of who he is as we let go and rest into him internally we begin to we begin to absorb expansively the beauty of his nature all the virtue of who he is love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control and power and authority and creativity and everything that we see expressed about who he is in the names of God and on and on and throughout scripture that's the one who's inside of us and so the beauty of who he is and the power of who he is begins to bubble up and express through us increasingly and I have found that the more we rest into him this is the life of faith as we relinquish control more and more and more, we sink, we descend, like so to speak, we sink into the presence. If you imagine it's like hot oil or warm oil, we sink into the beauty and the strength and, and the purity of who our God is. And the sovereignty of who he is and the perfection of who he is begins to penetrate our heart and expand within us and then begin to express out of us. And I found this is the fastest way to get healed, the fastest way to get delivered. If there's assignments, demonic assignments coming against you, you sink inside into him. You let go and all the burdens and the weights and the pressures and the responsibilities and all the warfare, it begins to break off you. Because what starts to happen is we begin to be, experience ourselves being swallowed up inside of God, inside of us, and we, we sensitize to our oneness and he begins to be victorious through us, through his body. He expresses through his body as we just simply rest. Like he says, always come and rest with me a while. That is the life of prayer. It is about entering into his rest, communing with him, knowing his heart, experiencing his love, being satisfied, every need, every need satisfied through his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. This is how we get there. So just in finishing, I pray that right now you will experience this shift in fullness, even while I've been speaking, I know that this has been changing many of you and shifting you into this deeper life of the descended life, so to speak, so I encourage you right now just to begin to let go, turn your heart's attention onto the truth that Christ is within within you, open your heart and see him, just open your heart and look, let the eyes of your heart search out the face of God inside of you right now, there's no word where we see the word the presence of God in English in the Bible in the original languages there was no word for presence the word actually means face it it actually means face to face so when we're doing this right now what you're doing is you're turning your attention that your heart's eyes are looking searching out for the expression on the face of God you're now living face to face in your interior life breath to breath heart to heart. And as and you will find as you let go, just any pressures that come up, any warfare, any sickness, anything you're dealing with, let them go and sink deeper. Let them bubble up. Let the oil of his presence just carry them to the surface and up and away. He, the, this, let the strength of who he is inside of you become your strength right now. He is our savior. Just sink deeper right now. Just sink into the deliverer. Sink into the arms of grace, the arms of his presence, the arms of the healer, the arms of your father, the arms of the one who is source of life, redeemer. He's the one who transforms us. He's your strong tower. He's your strong fortress. There is that Jesus Christ protects us. He is faithful. He is for us. He is God. And the spirit realm knows this. And I believe as we do this and I do this and there's so many stories I could share with you on this whole subject but I have learned this over and over and over in so many settings down the years in uh, different assignments the Lord's taken me on in my own personal circumstances I have found the most effective way to live is this is to sink into his presence to look at him and to let go and to sink deeper and deeper and just let the pressures lift And I believe that what starts to happen in the spirit realm is that as we become more absorbed in him so that it's being swallowed up in the presence of God, we disappear. And in the spirit realm, what is visible to whatever is observing our life in the spirit realm is the light of the presence of God. And so then he becomes victorious through us. So I pray that you will experience this shift, this lifestyle more than you ever have from today that as you gaze upon him just like the early church did you'll realize you'll awaken fully to the life of being able to walk with Jesus now the gospel that they knew which was living having fellowship constantly with the father with Jesus Christ and experiencing him meeting their every need and being the miracle-working, life-transforming, protective, supernatural God that he is right inside of us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So I pray just if you can stay with him now, spend some more time and just sink into his presence and let every pressure go, you will find that your heart will settle into absolute rest and this is the privileged life of a christian now for all of us to live in peace to enter into the rest of god and live victoriously from there no matter what's going on in your life externally we can live in rest all the time the prince of peace is inside of you i bless you thank you for being with me today i bless your life in him i pray you have the most amazing week look forward to being with you again next week god bless